Hello, and welcome to episode four of Queer Onda. We are now looking towards 2024, and I am joined today by Izzy. Hello. And Sessie. Hi. And this episode is called for play and score. And today we'll be looking at out loud sports in El Paso, some of the athletic avenues for our LGBTQ plus community to explore. And we'll be looking at ways to get fit for the new year. Out Loud Sports is a national LGBTQ plus A and ally recreational sports league. It was founded in 2007 and I believe it's going through its second year here in El Paso. Izzy, tell us a little bit more about Out Loud Sports. Out Loud Sports is a great way for the gay community to get together and express their sporty inclinations, as it were. And they do organize their sporting events, such as volleyball, kickball, and softball, around giving back to the community. So they're a really great organization in terms of building the gay community and, and creating cohesion, but also in giving back to the community. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, there's lots of uh, athletic uh, gays and lesbians, and there are not so athletic gays and lesbians, but that doesn't seem to matter. I think more than anything, it's a sense of community. It's an opportunity for people to get together and get to know each other, and it is a good organization that has its ultimate eye on reinvesting in the um, in the gay community here in El Paso. So we were happy to join them one blustery afternoon on a Sunday as they were playing their kickball tournament. And here's what we've learned about it. First, we talked to their general manager, Oscar Moreno. Tell me about how you got involved in this. Well, me and Jesus, we really wanted to uh, create an environment that was ultimately positive and supportive of our community and just kind of just to build us together and, and have a positive experience so we could all learn different sports and just different activities. So that's kind of how I got started. Uh, my thing has always been just to give a positive environment. We love competition, but we ultimately want to make friends and make it nice and, and, and fun for everyone, you know, just positive and build people up about empowering people. That's really what this is all about. How long have you been doing? this how long has the league been in existence how's the participation been and have you seen it increase over time uh yeah it actually every year we speak more and more and like people enrolling and then we started getting more activity so not only we started off with indoor volleyball then we did sand volleyball then we did dodgeball this past season we did softball and then now we're doing the kickball so we have plans to incorporate other sports uh, we've had in mind but for right now, we have both sports going on. And our thing is we're going to try to do seasons throughout the year to kind of involve everyone everyone in it. And tell me a little bit about um, what are some of the benefits of somebody getting involved in the sports league? I mean, it's open for uh, men, women, in between, whatever the case may be. Yeah, everyone. So, uh, and so tell me, what are some of the benefits that would be uh, somebody to, partic- to, to encourage somebody to participate? What do you think uh, some of the best selling points are? Yeah, really what it is is about making friends, uh, kind of building that supportive environment. And like I said, it's a safe environment. It's all about safety and having fun, meeting new people, and empowering people, really. I mean, a lot of us maybe did not join sports when we were younger, just due to the fear of, you know, being criticized or judged, you know, just due to our sexuality or just how we identify ourselves. But this environment is totally safe. We could truly be ourselves. 
and really explore the sports that we, we might have wanted to play when we were younger. A lot of us didn't have that opportunity, and this is what this is all about, is to kind of give people that opportunity to, you know, have fun, really. A lot of gays and lesbians aren't really, or, or particularly gay men, I would assume, um, haven't had the experience of really being part of a team or being in an organized sport. So this opens up some doors for them, so it's kind of a way to kind of rediscover that. Um, is that the case with you? Did that's, you do that? That's really what it is. You know, you empower, like I said, it's about empowering people. You start putting these people, uh, these people in, in teams and they really start to really find themselves and their, their leadership potential. They could become leaders into the future and it really empowers them to learn not only a new sport, but built themselves, you know, this confidence that this, well, I always, always joke with the charisma, uniqueness, urban talent that RuPaul says, and really we all have it. Us as queer folk, we really have this uniqueness about us. And once we unleash it, it it's something else. We just, we're so powerful in it. And I think a lot of people have found that in, in themselves. And I think that's, that's beautiful because out of this, they go and built their careers. They built their leadership skills elsewhere, which I think is the most empowering part of all this. I think that's perfect. Now, uh, a couple of other questions kind of off the subject, but I love what you said about the benefits of the, of the of the sport or getting involved in sports are you all um looking for funding or sponsorships or anything like yeah, that talk a little bit about that work with epic uh, bar and grill with dave he's been so supportive with all these events so he usually sponsors us but my thing has always been about uh using uh our this this setting as like a philanthropic opportunity so right now we're doing the canned food drive and actually in december we're doing a toy drive with our volleyball uh competition concert that we're the tournament that we're doing so it's all about developing a philanthropic we also did a scholarship during Pride Month. Uh, that's another thing that we gave, uh, like a th- five hundred or a thousand dollars for the scholarship for uh, that pr- uh, Sun City Pride has. That interview took place in late November, and it's funny because it sounds like it happened. It, it took place in a gay club with the music in the background and all the background noise, but it really was in a park in Northeast El Paso as we were talking to people and they were playing their game of kickball. And Oscar's not the only person we talked to. We also talked to Alan. Izzy, tell us a little bit about him and his role. And we spoke with Alan Briones, who came back to us here in El Paso from New York, where he had studied and learned marketing and communications and promotions. He is now here, uh, and we met with him, Ceci and I did, and Alan wanted to come back to this community so that he could help promote the, the gay and lesbian community and also Latino entertainment. Yes, and he emphasized the fact that just because they are queer... That doesn't mean they can't be good soccer players or volleyball players. And he wanted to include that in the community. And we got to speak with him again at the event. Hi, guys. My name is Alan Briones, and I am here uh, for the Out Loud Sports uh, kickball event and uh, canned food drive um, happening at uh, Veterans Park. And as you can see, we're currently in the midst of playoff, uh, the playoff phase of the game, and um, we already personally got eliminated, but there's other teams out there still in the running, so we're here supporting them and hope to see you guys here for other events. Alan, this is part of a national organization? Yes, it is. It's actually, um, they're branded as like the nation's original um, queer sports organization in the U.S., um, and this is the El Paso branch, and they're, I think, relatively new here, um, but they've quickly done a good job at promoting not only uh, community growth within the with, within here, but really destigmatizing the barrier between queerness and sport. Like, a lot of times, you know, we have this notion or this, this stigma of, like, you can't be a world-class soccer player and be gay, right? And it's like, no, you can. It's like, you can. It's If you're good, you're good. And it's great to see that and stuff like this, really promoting that, seeing, letting, allowing kids to be here and seeing it, you know, early and being like, hey, 
hey, oh, I can do it too. And there's nothing wrong. It's great to see it. So, what are some? Uh, yeah. What are some of the other qualities that can be developed over participating in sports like this? Well, in addition to obviously healthiness, like health, healthier lifestyles, obviously even like I do. You know, call me if I'm wrong in the sense, like I mean, like 30 minutes a day of even just walking is already better than none, right? So even just doing sports here, like um, kickball, they also have dodgeball, they also have softball. Um, I think they're oh, and volleyball. I think might be in, in uh, January for a league, but in December 10th there's going to be a volleyball tournament at 915 United Volleyball Club. Um, that's going to be um, also tied with a philanthropic nature, and that's going to be a toy drive um, with the intent of donating most, if not all, the proceeds to the BRC. Um, so yeah, it's something we definitely look forward to doing, and yeah, it's, it's, it's at the baby phases, but we're on our way. What have you gotten personally out of this involvement in, in, in it, both as a as a athlete and yeah. as an organizer? Um, honestly, seeing it from the perspective of like an athlete my whole life, or like even just from more traditional, even just like a, a closeted gay in the sports world, right? like you know that perspective, and now to seeing this, where it's almost like I almost shifting into a mentorship role too, in a way. Like it's it's interesting to see that happen before my eyes. And I was just talking to a friend Joey here about it, but like one of the things that I've gotten the most out of it in its like three four seasons is like seeing let's say Joey from his first season when he couldn't throw a ball to save his life to now where he's like aggressive and mobile I'm like what is going on it's like you know it's wild to see that so and, and that to me is so rewarding it's like seeing your niece like grow up as a volleyball player when she's you know eight and can't touch a ball and then she's 18 and she's hitting you in the face like it's very that and I love seeing that with all these people is like the growth that they all have and the community that's built because of it so it's, it's really cool uh, can you talk a little bit about the camaraderie and friendships built over people that you may may have not met otherwise yeah, um, up until these organizations, I didn't find out about them honestly until like two or three years ago, like during around COVID when I came back from New York. I didn't even know these organizations existed. Um, up until then, my real only community was like the volleyball community, um, and I really knew those people, and that's it. I didn't think there was anything beyond that. And once we found out about these, it's like I didn't. I I thought I knew a lot of the community in El Paso, and then I realized, oh, I don't know. Like, ten, I don't know more than ten percent of the community. Like, it's huge. Well, it's grown so much, right? So that's what I realized too. Is like it was nice and refreshing to walk into a different league or this and be like, oh, I don't know that person or this or that. After being around like the same for so long which is also great but it's always nice having that you know new kind of thing excellent yeah. anything else you want to share to anybody that might want to be considering participating honestly as far as participating just know that every time you participate here you're thinking about the long term thing about the 5-10 years down the line when this hopefully sets itself up to be something that can create a scholarship for a future queer athlete right or if we find the number one recruit of the nation in El Paso we have yet to find that maybe we can do that you know this is something where like I'm personally like not unorganized in the sense that my company like she's coming to help like find sponsors you know media opportunities all that stuff but to see an organization like this that is genuinely pushing for the growth of the community at all ages and truly striving to be inclusive in all facets not just in selected ones like it's so good to see that and that's kind of the same thing that's what you always got to look for is you know and that's what I want you to think when you're coming to these events you're coming to a, a safe space a safe space where you can be your crazy ass self and have a good time like and just be a good person right and that's all you can do and what about people yeah. I'm sorry is he what sorry about that was too oh, much no sorry. no no it's not, it, not I, it's fine I wanted to ask about Vibe Nation yeah. I, tell about what is Vibe Nation yes that's that's uh, my company that 
I, I'm a little, took a little longer than expected to start getting the wheels on that going, but it's a management and marketing organization um, that I started earlier this year. But um, we're almost done getting the website, all this stuff built, so we can full on promote and create a podcast in our own right that we want to call Vibe Out or the Daily Vibe, stuff like that. Um, we also um, want to focus on the sports, entertainment, art, and music realms here. And we really want to focus on kind of promoting uh, minority communities, but mainly the Latina and queer communities here in El Paso and the Border Plex region. So we really want to, yes, bring in world-class talent to El Paso, but we also want to cultivate world-class talent in El Paso. And how do we start that? By something like this. And there's already other great organizations here that are doing stuff and paving the way. And I want to be here to be like, hey, I'm here too, and I want to work with you. Um, you know, you can we can all thrive together and not have to beat each other down, you know? So, um, yeah, that's the gist of it. And there's some really fun things that we hope to have along the lines with that and with Sun City Pride and other organizations. Um, so yeah, look forward to some fun little things. And with the Borderland Rainbow Center, there's <laughs> some fun little things, yeah, hopefully. Excellent. But yeah, sorry if that was too much. No, it's not. No, please, oh. please don't apologize. One last thing is, um, if somebody were just interested in coming to, to be a spectator, just to get him, just to come and have a good time, what do you have to say to that? to watch at all levels they're amazing people but they're also like athletes that at all levels are improving and are amazing to watch you know and what more could you ask for it's a good good time so just come out here and support whenever you guys get a chance you know what's great is he is that um, we also saw people in the stands. There were people supporting our athletes, our wannabe and our professional athletes as they were playing their game and giving it their all. They were joined by friends and family and their boyfriends or girlfriends. And they were all there to help support uh, the teams, which I thought was really cool. It, yeah, it was a great um, family-oriented type of activity, and it was really great to see the, everybody cheering and, and that there was a motivation behind the sport itself. So it felt and like the real sporting events, and, and it had all of the, the um, their supporters. Here are a few comments from the fans and spectators that we talked to that afternoon. talking to you. What's your name over here? I'm Christopher Medlin. Christopher and? Ray Alba. Ray, what brings you all out today? Uh, I'm supporting my husband who is playing for a fundraising event here at Veterans Park. Great. Is this um, um, not your first time at a game like this? No. Good. How's the experience been? Um, it's been great. It's been a useful tool to build community for other LGBTQ and plus individuals. Um, and it's something that I've been looking forward to for as somebody that's not a native of El Paso. Um, it's been really helpful to find community like this. And I play on one of the teams that's playing here, and so it's been nice to kind of like build community because I left El Paso for a few years and came back and wanted to like get more integrated into the community. As a lifelong gay El Pasoan, I think it's so cool to see something like this. Uh, can you tell the difference in like how the community's growing that we would have an event like this? I think so. I mean, when I was growing up here, there was nothing like this, at least that I knew of. Um, especially sports can be a really like intimidating place for someone who's LGBTQ identifying, and so um, it's actually allowed me to kind of explore that a lot more um, as like an athlete. Are you a jock now? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> do, you, do you like them? <laughs> 
thank you guys Hi, uh, my name is Frankie Brito and I got involved in this with uh, through my my boyfriend. Um, it's nice to see this wonderful uh, display of sportsmanship among our queer community. Um, and when you're hesitant to come out because of certain values and whatever yes they said you as you're growing up it's nice to see this this camaraderie among our fellow queer folk and uh, I love the fact that my babe has included me I might not be a participant in the sports events however it is very enticing it brings back memories of wanting to be involved but I love the fact that we are doing this within our queer community and it is a lot awesome. Is this the first time that you've done something like this? Uh, or your first experience in terms of a sports league with the LGBTQ community? It is. I, I'm not involved yet. Um, it has been enticing like I, I, I have mentioned before, but um, it is nice to be included. You know, when you, when you think back of the memories of high school and being that more of a heteronormative type uh, sports uh, I, don't, I don't know what you call it but uh, it, is, it is nice to see this and um, it's, nice, it's nice to be included have you made new friends? Have you? Uh, is it increased your social network? I mean, uh, I love that it's kind of family oriented. It seems like it's away from the bars. Talk a little bit about what kind of opportunities there are for um, socializing among other LGBTQ people. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, being LGBTQ myself and a former uh, Christian back in my teens and growing up in a Christian family and breaking away from that heteronormative conservative. Uh, family. Um, it is very nice to see that we have this available for us, that it's for everyone. Um, I'm glad this is out for our young kids, our young teens, our adolescents. Uh, I am an educator myself. I'm a librarian and a technology specialist. And I like the fact that I've seen this out in the open. Um, and it makes me want to, you know, be a participant in play sports. I haven't done it yet. Um, but it's definitely breaking the norm of what we used to be inclusivity at the bars and the clubs and, and having a good time and partying and drinking. It's very different. Family, you know, I included my friends Joanna and Jasmine. There are a couple other kids. They're seeing this and they need to see this. More queer families need to see this. They're not alone. We're here um, out in the open and it's good. It's good for them. It's good for everyone to see this. It's visible for them. It's, it's not in the closet, it's not hidden. I'm tired of just listening to that one more time because these guys were out there giving it all they got. And believe me, there were a lot of balls. <laughs> but 
It was a lot of fun. And it brought back a lot of memories about my own experiences and inadequacies about sports in El Paso or sports in my life. Um, I Some of you can't see me on this podcast, but I stand five foot three and a little bit on the plump side. So this body isn't really made for athletics, but that didn't stop our high school PE teachers from making me do them. And I somehow became a little traumatized, to be honest with you. But an event like this sure helps you get over it and in a lot more fun and loving environment. What do you think is? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sports were not my my go-to thing. I, I was awkward, tall, skinny, um, and clumsy because now I was I not used it, to my body. Now <laughs> that I think about it, we were a little bit like Laurel and Hardy, you and I. Yes, we were. <laughs> and, and, and while comical, you don't want us on your damn sports team. No, you don't. I, I couldn't catch a ball to save my life. Of course, that's changed since. Since then, <laughs> <laughs> he's caught many balls. For I, oh yes, uh, yeah. Catch, I'm an expert. <laughs> catcher of the year. Um, you know that uh, it reminds me, as you all may know by now, that Izzy and I go back to our childhood, and we were in fifth grade together, and we all had PE, and it just would turn out that they would choose at random some leaders to pick their teams for whatever sport we were getting ready to try, and ours was softball, and and they picked our friend, our best friend the time Izzy and I's best friend Robert and as a leader so being the nice sweet gay guy that he was even back then he chose me and Izzy first when normally we were chosen dead last so that kind of tells you what kind of team we put together and it was kind of a band of misfits and it was fun back then so it kind of gives me a little insight into what it's like to to play with people that are kind of on your level and where there's not that much, uh, uh, what shall I say, uh, uh, physical intensity, but rather just camaraderie than anything else. So, and that's what I saw on the field the other day. What do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that's one of the things, you know, of course I, I as a kid, I ran around and I flitted. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I, I, like, I was like a gazelle just springing around <laughs> back and forth. And that looked a little awkward amongst all of the, you know, as, as they, they say, the hetero. But, um, you know, as we watched the sports, we saw a lot of flitting around, a lot of kicks, a lot of um, just really great camaraderie. And nobody had that that um, that idea that, oh, you have to behave a certain way. That's right. You know, I mean, and let me tell you something. Uh, they were also serious about who won the game and they played very seriously, but they had a lot of fun with it. And uh, there were a lot of, you know, uh, full jocks. What can I tell you? I mean, straps, jock straps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ted, this begs the question. What happened that fateful day when you were chosen first with Izzy? Well, I'll tell you what. I did have my moment in the sun, if albeit brief, because um, I remember that we was like this intergrade league that they had put together just to torture me. And they, uh, and so we were playing in fifth grade. We were playing against the eighth grade team. And here our band of gays and misfits, whatever, you know, motley crew we put together was up against these eighth graders. And everybody knew that we didn't have any chance at all at winning. And somehow or another, I got a little gumption in me and I thought, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to try my best. And so, uh, you know, I get up to bat and I'm looking for the right swing. And sure enough, I connect with the ball and it sends a ground ball all the way through the legs of all the eighth graders. I mean, far out and not far enough out where I could run all the bases. And people were screaming for me because they couldn't believe that little Teddy, and that's what I was known at the time, hit this home run. And I ran the bases and I come running into into home plate and I'm just so 
proud of myself. And then the coach, our coach at the time, um, served as umpire. And then she said, you threw the bat when you went to run. You threw it too hard. And so we're not going to count that point. I never wanted to slap a big lesbian in my life. <laughs> but I really did that day. But you know what? I remember after that, our teacher, do you remember Mrs. Cruz? Is oh, yes. I remember Mrs. Cruz. She was so supportive. She says, Teddy, I hear you hit a home run. I said, yes, but it didn't count, miss. And she says, it doesn't matter. You hit it. And I yes. said, you know what? That's right. And that's kind of how I feel. And at least it's been my motto in life after that is just hit it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> For more information on the Outlet Sports December event, visit QueerOnThat.com. All this talk about sports and getting sweaty brought to mind a lot of ideas for, for our crew here. And here are reasons to get fit for 2024. Number one, actually match your grinder profile pick. Squeeze into your skinny jeans before they go out of style. Everyone knows flat abs are ab fab, darling. Stealing focus in your group pull pick. Showing off to those clowns at your high school reunion and telling them what's what and who's who now. Then just feel great about yourself at any weight. Those are just a few ideas from your friends here at Queer Onda. But if you want some actual real advice on how to get physical in 2024, please visit our blog, www.queeronda.com. And that looks like it's a wrap on our last episode of 2023 with great hopes for 2024. We appreciate all the support that we've re- received from the LGBTQ plus LMNOP community. <laughs> and we look forward <laughs> to continuing our blog. And so as we look at 2024, I ask our staff, Izzy, Ceci, what are your New Year's resolutions? My New Year's resolution is to get rid of my panza. <laughs> I am Sancho Panza. It will not go away. So that is what I'm focused on. And for me, my goal is to be healthier. But, you know, that's hard for me because I don't like to sweat. So I think I might or start going to the pool. Good, good suggestion. <laughs> As for me, I think I'm just going to resolve to kick more ass. <laughs> I got it on the queers. This has been Queer on the El Paso. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Queen Queer on the El Paso. Join us each month as we address issues facing the LGBTQ plus community. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedback at queeronla.com or visit our website and leave a comment. www.queeronla.com That's www.queeronda.com Next episode will be dropping the 15th of next month. And until then, agarren la onda, queers. 